Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, 863-285-3815. It's been a disruptive few years with the pandemic, surging inflation, volatility, and tax increases on the horizon. So what can you do to protect your retirement savings? Well, Philip Statler will walk you through some tips today. We're so glad you're here with us on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak alongside Philip Statler. He is, of course, president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, I know we have a lot we want to get to here on the show today. Um, I hope you are doing great this week. And I know I know you have a lot coming up with your office as well. We do. You know, just coming off of a great Labor Day weekend, got a little downtime, and and now we're amping it up a little bit here as we kind of finish up this third quarter. We are doing some workshops, some educational workshops for folks that that are getting close to retirement or they're already retired, and they have at least $250,000 towards that retirement. So uh, you kind of need to have that level in order for these things to really benefit you. So uh, you can call our office to get registered for that. That number is 863 285 3815. Again, that's 863 285 3815. You can call and register. That's going to be on September 20th and September 21st. So if either one of those work for you, give us a call and get on that schedule. We'd love to meet you and uh, and help you process through your retirement. That number again, 863-285-3815. So again, we want to share some tips to help you protect your retirement savings. Before we get into that, since you were just talking about your your September events, Philip, September, as a matter of fact, is Life Insurance Awareness Month. Now, I know that's that's not really our, our main topic, but how can that play a part in our overall retirement strategy? Well, you know, there's a couple things that I think folks don't really realize when we talk about life insurance. And obviously, if you're already getting ready to retire, then then this, it may be a little too late for this to, to help you. However, there, I know there's younger folks out there that are listening, or you have kids that are listening, or kids that you can impart this wisdom to, right? So life insurance, to me, plays two roles when it comes to retirement. One is, if you started early enough, and you use cash value type life insurance, then then there's a cash value that gets built up there. That cash value, a lot of times, can get accessed for retirement to help supplement our income needs during retirement. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. other area I look at for life insurance for retirees is that, you know, look, when a spouse passes away, then we lose some income, whether that's a pension we lose or whether that's social security we lose. We know for sure we're going to lose social security, right? So Mm -hmm. I would say that life insurance can help bridge that gap for that lost income that may happen during retirement. Just some tips to keep in mind there, because sometimes we we don't always think about life insurance as a possible tool here when it comes to our retirement savings. Protecting our savings is something a lot of people are interested in. There are so many economic factors right now putting pressure on us, things like inflation and volatility and higher taxes on the horizon. So, Philip, let's go through some of the ways that you talk to people about protecting their retirement savings. What, what are some of the steps that you might encourage us to take? Well, I think if we look at overall, how do we protect our retirement our savings. I think we look at first, we need to have a plan. Mm-hmm. If, if we don't have a plan, then we don't have a map to run on. And, you know, if you don't have a map, you don't know where you're going. What happens? We, we get lost. Yeah. And we don't want that to happen to folks who are getting ready to retire. So a couple of things to remember, you know, your money probably needs to be able to last two to three decades, 20 to 30 years, you're going to be retired. And so we need that money to last that long. Another area that that folks don't like to do, me included, is create that budget. (laughs) It's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) The worst thing, right? Create that budget because that's going to help you keep from overspending, racking up debt and exhausting your savings. Because, you know, those first two things can be really devastating, especially if you're starting out your retirement, right? And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're overspending, you're racking up debt. That's just not good. Um, and that's why if you have a plan, an income plan specifically, so you know where your income is going to come from, that's a huge benefit. The, um, the other area I think we need to make sure 
we cover is, you know, make sure that you, you use your savings, be able to use your savings to help bridge some of that social security gap. So, you know, delay taking social security benefits as long as possible, uh, because that's going to increase that monthly payment you're going to get for the rest of your life. And so that can be a big deal. So sometimes it makes sense to use up some of our, our savings in order to put off drawing off our social security for a year or so. And the third thing uh, that I want to say right now is that, you know, one thing would be keep some cash on hand. We don't hear that a lot, right? Because everybody wants to take your money and invest it. <laughs> right. Right. So, so, but one thing you need to have some cash on hand. Now I was reading one article that suggested you have five years of cash on hand. Now, not just cash, cash that you counted out. I mean, some people may have that, sure. but, um, but a cash you, equivalent you know, of some type. Of yeah. Some you know, okay. short-term bonds, short-term CDs, treasury bills, something that's going to be liquid. That's uh, uh, five years, maybe a stretch, you know, a year, maybe two years. Um, if you're using it for, you know, if you're using your investments for income, I, I can see where maybe having a year or two might make sense because let's face it, if we're in a bear market, you might want to quit taking money out of those investments and let them ride for a little while so they can build back up. And if you had the cash to do it, then that would make some sense. So but it all goes to the same thing that we talk about a lot on this show, and that's having a plan in place, having an income plan. That's why we developed our core retirement design to help people design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation, where we'll answer your questions. We'll help you make sure you're on the right track for the retirement you always dreamed of and see if there's any holes in your plan that maybe we can help you patch up. Again, give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. The number again, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And we're going over uh, tips to help you protect your retirement savings. And and of course, you're right. None of us none of us like those words like budget. Uh, it feels restrictive <laughs> and all of those things. Um, let's talk about some other strategies that we might want to think about. After we've talked a little bit about developing that budget, budget um, and making sure that we've got enough liquid assets, enough cash on hand. What do we move to next? What are some other strategies that we need to think about when we are interested in protecting what we've saved? So one of the big ones is diversifying your portfolio. And this one is um, two areas I think we need to look at. One is diversifying between risk and safety. I don't see that done enough in, in the world out there that I, uh, that I deal with. Right. Making sure you've got a certain percentage of your assets in and things that will produce a return, but are safe and then have money at risk, which would be in the market. Right. So that's one. The second way you can diversify. And I see this all the time. People come in and say, I'm diversified. They have, you know, three mutual funds all in the same sector are uh -oh. <laughs> all, you know, in large cap growth. Yep. That that's not diversified, right? That's we're in the same area of the market. We want true diversification. And and for me, I, I think you need a tactical uh, approach to your investments. And so that's the thing. Then you need to know how much risk you're willing to take mm -hmm. and you need to make sure that you don't have too much risk in your portfolio. Mm -hmm. This we see very, very often. All the time? Where, okay. Yeah, all the time. People have way too much risk, more risk than they even realized when we start looking at that. Uh, and then maybe other areas of income. Where can I get some other streams of income? Rental income. Maybe you take a part-time job because, you know, that'll do two things. One, it'll keep you busy. And two, it'll keep you from spending some money while you're working. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> you know, these things are important to, to walk through and we don't think about them. But there are things over the years that I continue to see. Make sure that your mix of investments are, are proper for you. you. You know, as you get older, we need to be shifting into safer investments. Um, and, and so we want to look at those type of things as well, Jen. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, things like um, there are so many things, Philip, that are easy for us to access that we we don't always realize uh, that, that we could be making the wrong decisions with. You, you think about things like those target date funds. I know I have I have one of those in my 401k and 
when I was first looking at it, I thought, well, maybe I ought to have like three different ones going with all different retirement dates. Some of those things you read that can actually trip you up. So, oh, yeah, because so you, you only have one that. retirement date, right? Right. You, you so, know, what am I doing? I'm going to retire here. This? So, <laughs> the whole idea is that fund's supposed to, supposed to, I say that lightly, uh, uh, make adjustments as you get closer and closer uh-huh. to that retirement age. Now, I'll just put this in there. They did not work in 2008 like they were supposed to. Eek. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. throw that out there. Yeah, no, that that's good to <clears throat> that's good to point out. And then there are a couple other things we don't want to overlook either, Philip. We haven't even talked yet about healthcare costs and taxes. We we have to think about those things as well. Oh, uh, so we we really do. And I know healthcare and long term care costs are on every retiree's mind because it, it's a possibility, right? Something could happen. And a couple of things you can do to plan for that long term care is one, you know, put a put aside separate funds for that. That's what it's going to be used for is your long-term care. Uh, The other thing you can do is there are annuities that have long-term care riders on them. Mm -hmm. Whether that's good for you or not good for you, depends on your circumstances. Another one, uh, we're talking about this is, you know, life insurance awareness month. And the other thing to look at is there are life insurance contracts out there that have long-term care provisions in them. Okay. And then taxes are taxes, right? We know taxes are going up. You need to understand how that's going to affect you, not just today and tomorrow and next year, but how's that going to affect you from a tax standpoint for your whole retirement years? Don't overlook that and, and see if there's some ways you can save some money. Right. So so all these concerns, inflation, uh, concerns about volatility, looming tax increases, these are probably putting some added pressure on your finances. You're probably worried that you haven't saved enough to get through 30 years of expenses, health care costs and taxes. There, There's a lot of people worried about that, Philip. There are. I hear those concerns a lot. You know, people are worried that they haven't saved enough or that they won't be able to even retire. But having that written retirement income plan can help you feel more financially stable. And we have a process for to help you do that, to help you create that income strategy. And we'd love to start that with our phone call for our core retirement design. You know, we'll walk through and, and listen to your concerns. We'll make sure you're on the right path for the retirement you always wanted and dreamed of. We'll, we'll give you some pointers of some things that you can do to be better prepared for retirement. Again, it's simple. It's 30 minutes. We'll answer your call. We'll make sure you're heading in the right direction. Give us a call right now at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone call. Again, that's 863-285-3815. It's no obligation, 30 minutes of our time to make sure you're where you need to be and heading in the right direction. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Give us a call today. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. We'll be back. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a... 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 
Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip, millions of Americans' money is in something like a traditional IRA. In fact, the total value of all of those accounts in 2020 was more than $19 trillion nationally. A lot of money in these types of accounts, right? There is a lot of money there, a lot of money. So, you know, and, and that's, and it's, it's easier that way, right? Because a yep. lot of people have 401ks. And so they're able to build up that savings. And if it's not a 401k, it's a 403b or some deferred comp. There's a lot of different retirement accounts out there that they've been able to put money into. Now, so you've already made the right decision, folks. You've made the right decision. You're putting money away uh, and to save for your retirement. And, and that's the right choice. Mm-hmm. But I want to help you learn about all the other decisions you need to make when it comes to taking money out of your retirement accounts. Right. You know, you've done a good job of putting money in. The secret is how do you get it out most effectively and pay the least amount of taxes on it? And that's mm-hmm. that's the trick, Jen. Yeah, that that is a really good point there. And as we get into some of these options for your accounts, that's what you have to understand. The type of the 401k or IRA, the type of account you have, Philip, that really matters when it comes to how your retirement income will be taxed. This is not something that we can afford to overlook, right? Absolutely not. You need to understand how those plans work in terms of pre-tax and after-tax money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of folks, they just, they're just they putting money in a 401k and they don't know, is it going into a a pre-tax or an after-tax, right? The pre-tax is like a traditional IRA. You have, you've never paid tax on that money. So when you pull money out of it, you're going to have to, you're going to, have to pay some tax. If you've, if you've already paid tax on the money, after-tax money, there's a lot of 401ks that have Roth provisions in them, like a Roth IRA. And so, hey, if you've got a Roth provision and you're in a lower tax bracket, that that may be what you need to be doing. So so pre-tax accounts are, are pretty much your 401ks, though some of them now actually do have some Roth provisions within them that you can make that election to use. Traditional IRAs, 403Bs, which in, in in my lifetime, I've only seen one Roth 403B. You don't huh. see those very okay. often, and it's got to be a real specialized deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 457s, which are deferred comp plans, are all tax-deferred pre-tax accounts. Post-tax are going to be your Roth IRAs, and that's, that's pretty easy, and your Roth provisions within your 401ks. So with your 401k or your IRA, you need to know the rules for taking money out of those accounts. Not only do we need to understand how they will be taxed, but Philip, what do we need to know about what we call required minimum distributions? That's when we have to start taking money out. What's a real high level thing we need to know about? So let's talk about required minimum distributions. Yep. So first, let's let's use let's talk about the acronym, right? Because that's what people need to understand is when somebody says your RMD, that is the acronym for your required minimum distribution. Yeah, that's what you'll see that mm-hmm. more often than not. Hey, have you taken your RMD? And people will look at me like I've got three, <laughs> you know, three eyeballs. What the heck is um, that? Yeah, what is that? But that, it's easy, right? The, your required minimum distribution is your RMD. So a couple of things to realize is that there's been some changes with the SECURE Act that was passed back in the end of, of 2019. And one of the changes was that now the required minimum distribution, that RMD, now you get to take it at 72 instead of 70 and a half. Hmm. So, so that's a big deal, right? So it pushes it out a year and a half further down the road than, than what you had to before. And so so you need to know that. The other thing you need to know is that RMDs do not apply to Roth IRA. So if you have a Roth IRA, guess what? You don't have to take any money out of it if you don't mm. want to. Okay. Government doesn't care. You've already right. paid tax on that money, right? So they don't they don't care. You also, you know, your 401ks are subject to RMDs. Mm-hmm. The only exemption there is is if you are over 72 still working for your current employer who's 401k that you're contributing oh, to okay you don't have to take any money out of it as long as you're working okay but if you stop working in june guess what you have to take an rmd out of that account if you're over 72. 
Okay. So so if you are still because you would still be in that phase of contributing to it if you're still working. So that's why exactly. they can't force you to start taking money out. Okay. Yep. yep. But again, so that's the case. But again, this this is where things start to get a little bit complicated and really important for us to have somebody who can help us make sure that we understand the rules. So Philip, just talk real quickly about what your process looks like for helping us analyze what's going on with our money and what are some options that we need to consider? Tell me what your process is like. So, so when we look at, when we look at the first thing we want to just have a, have a 30 minute phone call with somebody, mm-hmm. right? We want to understand what their big concerns are, where they are. And, and we want to make sure that we've got a plan in place that's going to help them. If, if not, then I want to point them in the right direction to make sure they get the help they need. And they're going to be going down the right path. I, you know, if I can't help them, I want to make sure I give them enough and point them in the right direction where they can get the help they need. That's mm-hmm. number one. Number two is we want to walk through and, and put together ultimately an income plan for them. We want to start out by making sure that, that they don't have too much risk in their portfolio. We want to make sure that, that we have a plan in place for taking money out of their, their retirement accounts in the most effective and tax efficient way as possible. You know, that's why we developed our core retirement design. And, uh, and you can give us a call to schedule that 30 minute phone consultation. It's, it's that easy, Jen, just give us a call at 863-285-3815 and tell the receptionist, hey, I wanna schedule a 30 minute consultation with Philip. It's, it's that simple, we'll reach out, we'll give you a call and we'll have a conversation about where you are and where you're trying to get to. That number again, 863-285-3815 for that quick conversation. There's a lot you can uncover there. Talking today about 401k and IRA decisions. There's a couple more things I want to make sure that we get to, Philip, before our next break. Um, When we're talking about taking money out of our accounts, there are taxes that can apply when we are withdrawing income, which we've spent some time talking about here. Also, there are penalties that can apply if we don't follow the rules. And this is a really big deal. What do we need to know as a retiree about the penalties with those required minimum distributions if you don't do this the right way? Absolutely, Jen. That, that is so true. They are substantial penalties. And I'm, I'm going to talk about, before I did the RMD one, I want to talk about the early retiree one. Oh, okay. Sure. So, so, so look, if you're not 59 and a half, because there's folks that retire at 55, right? Sure. And 57. Well, if you're not 59 and a half, then you can't start taking money out of your IRA without paying a 10% penalty for early withdrawal. There are some caveats for 401ks. If you if you play by some specific rules, you might have access to that money. But, uh, but your IRAs, you don't have access to until you hit that 59 and a half. So that's a 10% penalty if you take money out of your IRA uh, prior to that. Wow. Now the RMD, let's say that you're 72 and you forgot to take your RMD. Well, that can be a problem because if you don't take your requirement distribution, there is a 50% penalty mm. that the IRS assesses for that missed RMD. So Boy. let's say you're supposed to make a thousand dollar RMD requirement distribution that year and you didn't do it. The IRS can come back and charge you $500 penalty for not taking it out. And you still have to take it out the next year and pay tax on it. Holy moly. So it's kind of a double whammy there, Jen. <laughs> yeah. And and as it turns out, Philip, even death is an <laughs> excuse That's to right. skip no, this, not right? That's right. Hey, even if you, you die, yeah. somebody's got to take that RMD out. Yeah. So if you inherit that, so this is, I mean, obviously, if you're the one who dies, it doesn't matter to you. But if you inherit that IRA from a non-spouse, from a parent, then it's on you to make sure that's been taken by December 31st of the year that the death occurs. So it's not like, oh, you know, mom died and now we don't have to worry about this anymore. No, somebody still has to do that. You're right. You're absolutely right. And get this. I mean, we talk about the SECURE Act and they're actually, um, you know, earlier in the year, we spent some time with Ed Slot and he went through there's new proposed regs out there when it oh. comes to beneficiary IRAs, IRAs that you inherit from non-spouses. Mm-hmm. And uh, those rules have changed substantially. So if you're not you know, working Boy. with somebody that understands those and is on top of all those new IRA rules, that can be a problem, especially if you just inherited 
somebody's IRA. Right. You know, I got to tell you, it, it's a big change that just came through the pipeline that people need to be aware of. And this is why it's so important to talk about having some of these difficult conversations ahead of time, because, Philip, if if you are the person who inherits an IRA because uh, you're the beneficiary from somebody who passed away, you're going to be dealing with the emotions of that loss and that death. And I feel pretty confident in saying I can guarantee the last thing you want to be thinking about is messing with RMDs and, and thinking about getting this right, you know, because you're dealing with your own grief. And this is why we talk about getting this done ahead of time. If you're the person who owns this and you're leaving it to somebody do the planning that you need to do so that way they're not scrambling to react to this. You want to make sure things are set up. Um, because again, Philip, when we talk about these RMDs, Forbes says required minimum distributions. They can trigger the highest penalty in the tax code if you don't follow the rules. You do not want these steep penalties and potentially higher taxes swiping away at your retirement savings, leaving you with just a fraction of the money that you were counting on for your retirement. You're absolutely right. You know, if you were make a little mistake with your required minimum distribution from your IRA or your other retirement accounts, the penalty for not taking that full amount of your RMD is 50% of the amount that you should have taken, in addition to the income taxes on that distribution. Now, listen, I want to help you understand some things. Number one, timing of your RMD, because they could potentially push you into a higher tax bracket. They could trigger higher taxes on your Social Security benefits. And get this, they can cause higher Medicare premium surtax down the road. Imagine how fast your savings could shrink if you rack up those steep penalties along with taking regular withdrawals and paying taxes. So listen, for folks today, if you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's schedule a 30-minute call to make sure that you're doing things the right way and on the right track for the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. I want to help make sure that you have the retirement you always dreamed of by walking through our core retirement design. Again, all you have to do is give us a call, 863-285-3815 and schedule your 30 minute phone call. It's that simple folks, don't leave it to chance. Whether it's a 401k or an IRA that you have for retirement, one thing is certain, you cannot treat that retirement account like an ATM. Spending down your savings too quickly and running out of money is an option that you just cannot afford. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing or connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands social security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With social security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Check him out online at statlerfinancial.com. Or as we get back into it, if you hear something you want to get some answers on, 863-285-3815 is how you can have that conversation with Philip today. That's 863 863- 285-3815. Talking today about 401k and IRA decisions and whether it is a 401k or an IRA that you have for retirement, one thing is certain, you cannot treat this account like a big old ATM where you just go grab cash whenever you need it. So, Philip, give me some strategies that you recommend here. Unfortunately, Jen, I've seen people think they can do that. Oh, boy. And it has bitten them uh, pretty bad uh, when it comes tax time, right? So, 
So one of the things that you look at is, is you need to have a strategy for withdrawing that money from those accounts. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Don't just start accessing money and, and taking it out just whenever you want to. Willy nilly, to I think is the, that's right. Willy nilly. That's the word I was looking for. Technical right? term. Right. <laughs> so we want to have a distribution strategy in place and there's uh, several that you can use, right? So one would be a, take a fixed dollar amount out, whether that's every year, every month, um, every quarter, mm -hmm. uh, typically, I, I know when we look at that, and, and that's kind of where we look at uh, starting with is is a fixed dollar amount that we adjust for inflation periodically, um, and and that usually works the best because, and a monthly distribution I think works the best because people are used to getting that paycheck every month, right? It comes mm -hmm. in, their pension comes in every month, their Social Security comes in every month hey, here's one more distribution comes in every month to pay their bills with. So that's the, the fixed dollar withdrawal. You pick out what you need within reason, right? That's why you need to have the income plan to make sure that you don't take out too much at one time because that can be devastating to your total retirement plan. So the other one that you can use is limit withdrawals uh, to just the income that your portfolio produces, right? Okay. You're just going to take the income out. You're not going to take any principal out which that gives you some fluctuations, right? Because your income could be down one month and up the next month, um, you know, because a lot of times if you have a stock portfolio, well, everybody pays dividends at, at a different point in time. So, so one company's quarter is not another company's quarter. So mm -hmm. that could be, you know, you know, it does gives you an uneven stream of income there. So, but, but it's an option and people do that. They'll just take the dividends off their portfolio and that's, that's the income they use. The other thing you have to be careful on that one, though, is that you may not take enough if you're having to take RMDs. That may not give you enough to cover your RMDs. So you have to make sure you, you run oh, those calculations. Okay. Yeah. The other is you create some kind of income floor. So, um, you know, you, you look at your, your accounts and decide at what point do you, does your income kind of floor out. This is a minimum I need, and that's my, my income floor. And then, hey, everything else is going to get reinvested. Bucket your money. That's that's one of our favorites is to to kind of bucket it and um, and we'll create buckets, emergency bucket, income buckets, and then growth buckets. Right. So so we know we're going to take money out of the income bucket, and that way it's going to last for our lifetime. Another one. Well, let's go back to buckets just a minute because uh, people when they look at buckets sometimes misunderstand. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's important that. Because people aren't working anymore, they have a hard time figuring out, okay, what's my emergency money? Because, you know, you always sure. tell people, hey, keep six months of your income. Right. 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 So if you get laid off, you, you got that income. Well, you're working. That's fine. But when you're not working, you're retired. Well, your income is your income, right? It's your Social Security, your pension, and whatever you take out of your account. So, but I still feel like you need to have a bucket of emergency money okay. right so okay. so we'll tell our clients look you need to have 20 to fifty thousand dollars depending upon your comfort level sitting there for emergencies you know you know you, uh, appliances go out or you need a new roof or you know something that's major granted a new roof most likely insurance is going to cover but they may not cover it today mm -hmm. right we need to get it paid for so that's uh, the things we look at there another option that a lot of folks use um, especially if they have a pension and they don't need any additional money out of their retirement accounts is they'll just take the minimum RMD, right? They want to minimize what they have to take out. They're only going to take their RMD out. They'll work on other ways to help reduce their taxable income in, in order to do that. The last one I want to cover, and, and, we, and we do this when we do our income planning specifically, is what account sequences do we use to minimize taxes? So if you have a Roth IRA, hey, we want to mix that into the blend so we're not paying tax on all the money we take out. You have a non-qualified account, we want to mix that into the blend to make sure that, that we reduce taxes as much as possible when we're taking money out of that income plan. So, you know, those are kind of the areas that you need to look at and some distribution uh, strategies that are out there. And I'm sure that the other folks have created their own type of, of distribution strategy out there. But I would just caution you that it needs to be something that, mathematically it's going to last your lifetime mm -hmm. that's the number one concern i always have and then make sure that there's some buildup in there to help cover inflation so as we are developing that strategy for taking money out of these accounts how do we figure out how much income we'll need those different accounts to generate in the first place 
Well, it goes back to budgeting, which uh-huh. nobody likes to talk about. No, it's the right? worst. <laughs> so, and, and that's why we developed the income plan because that's going to help us determine where the money's going to come from. You know, so we look at how much are we going to get from Social Security? How much are we going to get from pensions? And then what's the shortfall? Hey, look, if your budget says I need, you know, $5,000 a month, then, then okay, how much is Mr. and Mrs. Social Security going to be? Mm-hmm. Do we have a pension that's going to help contribute that 60000 And then ultimately you have a shortfall. What is that shortfall that I need to make up? And that's what we're going to solve for. A good rule of thumb, and I think we've talked about this in an earlier show, is that the 4% rule, mm-hmm. especially in the volatility we're seeing now, you need to throw it out the window because that's probably too much right now. Mm-hmm. You need to look at maybe a, a, a 2.8, 3.2% withdrawal rate. If you're having to take out more than that to meet your expenses, then there's a chance that you could run out of money before you run out of life. And we don't want that to happen to anybody. Jen, that's why we developed our core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. And so part of our process is a 30 minute, no obligation, free phone call, uh, 30 minutes of our time to to ask us questions that you may have to, to see where you're headed to make sure you're on the right path. And and to give you some recommendations to make sure that, that you are on that right path, it's, it's that simple. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone call. That's all you have to do. It's that simple. And we'll answer your questions and help make sure you're on the right track for retirement. Now, Philip, as we talk about 401k and IRA decisions, some people might want to take that traditional account, that traditional IRA or 401k, which is tax deferred, and do a conversion, convert that into a Roth account so then they can have tax-free withdrawals later. So talk a little bit about that strategy. Is this something that a lot of people do and what do we need to know about it? So I'm going to lay out a couple things here, Jen, because okay. it is a topic of discussion that we have with our clients mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and prospective clients that we talk to. Uh, because one of the things that I have seen um, in the years that I've been doing this is that folks waste tax brackets. And I don't want to see anybody waste a tax bracket. So, so that's what we try to do is, hey, if you're paying zero taxes, that's a problem, especially if you're sitting on a, an IRA. Let's convert some of that IRA and let's use that tax bracket um, to to maximize your retirement benefits. And so uh, part of our strategy within our core retirement design is to figure out, does a Roth conversion make sense for you? And let's be honest, it does not make sense for everybody. Hmm. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of folks that it's, you know, if they did it, it's going to push them into a 22 or 24% tax bracket. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and so you have to think twice before doing that. It, it doesn't always make sense, but you don't know whether or not it makes sense for you if you don't run the numbers. Hmm. And so that's part of our core retirement analysis is to analyze that for folks to make sure that it's in the right boat, that you're, that you're doing the right thing, because it does cause you to pay some taxes. It can also do some other things. It can help uh, cause you to to lose some tax deductions and tax credits. It can cause you to pay more tax on your Social Security. And the biggest thing that I've seen people get hit with that they didn't expect was they get hit with higher Medicare premiums. Wow. And the issue is it takes two years or so for that to catch up with you, and you forgot why you're getting hit with it now, right? <laughs> right. So, but But it is still something that everyone needs to look at, and they need to run the results by their a qualified tax advisor to make sure they're doing the right thing when it comes to their IRA, Jen. So bottom line, it's important that we have an income strategy for our retirement. I think you've made that pretty clear. When is the best time to get with a trusted financial partner to make that happen and to take a look at at some of the decisions we're thinking about making? Maybe we, we think we want to do a Roth conversion, but we need somebody to look over this and help us understand all the the, the details that maybe we might be missing. Well, you know, it's kind of like tra- it's like planning for vacation, right? The earlier you start, the better you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what does that look like for folks? Look, it's it's never too early. Ideally, ideally, you want to start probably uh, five years before you're going to retire is is kind of the the sweet spot. But you can start ten years before. So if you're in your late fifties, 
it makes sense if you're going to work till 65 or 67. It makes sense that, that in your late 50s to go ahead and start looking at putting together an initial plan to make sure you're on track for your retirement. So how much should you save for retirement? Where do you save it? How do you make sure it will last after you leave your job for good? Philip, those are some of the questions you probably have if you're getting close to retirement. You know, Jen, savings is a good start. A good start to get ready for the next chapter in your life. But you need to do more than just save. You need to have that income strategy for after you stop earning that regular paycheck. You know, when you don't have money coming in, you need to have a plan for how it goes out. If you're listening to me right now and you don't have an income strategy, folks, I invite you to give us a call. Let us help you see where you're at right now. Talk about budgets. We'll talk about, you know, risks to your portfolio, risks risks that may threaten your retirement when it comes to stock market volatility, inflation that we're seeing right now. Um, you know, tax increases coming down the road. These are all things that can eat into your retirement. And and we can have a, a conversation about that in that 30-minute phone call that we'll happily provide you. Learn about different options for generating income in retirement and, and make sure that your standard of living in retirement uh, stays where it is, even with the rising cost. Folks, this phone call is absolutely complimentary. No cost, no obligation. I'm giving you 30 minutes of our time just to make sure you are on the right path. If you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your no-obligation core retirement phone call. It's that simple, folks. Give us a call, 863-285-3815. Don't let this chance get away, especially if you're five years or less away from retirement. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I know he's sweating bullets right now because um, it's trivia time, Philip. We're going to do some <laughs> trivia quizzes. Um, these are You're going to trip fun. me up, huh? I'm going to try because I have my buzzer and my bell ready, and I really want to use my buzzer. So we'll see what we do here. Our topic this week is social security so dude that's that's um current stuff not so bad but you start trying to yeah that that could be a little bit tricky yeah when we go back in history and we pick obscure things from the history of social security yeah exactly which is exactly where i'm gonna start we're gonna go back to the Mm -hmm. start of social security (laughs) so well it'll it's no fun when you get it all right all the time all right philip here is our first question today we are again going to go back to the history of social security how much was the first monthly social security payment by the way made to ida may fuller on january 31st 1940 so this was a monthly payment this is what she was going to get for the whole month was it a fifteen dollars and 79 cents was it b twenty two dollars and 54 cents was it c $36.31, or was it D, $56.65? A whole month worth of payment in 1940. What was it worth? Man. Yeah. That's that's tough, because we know what the hourly wage was back in 1940, <laughs> much less what it took to live for a month. I mean, I'm thinking that um, 
You're stalling. I, I am stalling. So if you, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thinking she doesn't have much work credit built up. So I'm, I'm just going to say a fifteen dollars and seventy nine cents. Uh, All right. You know, final it answer. Been much. Final answer. That, that's my final answer. All right. <laughs> It was actually really close, though. It was B, $22.54. That was the first monthly payment for Social Security. Uh, Ida Mae Fuller was a teacher and legal assistant, and I love this quote. She says, It wasn't that I expected anything, mind you, but I knew I'd been paying for something called Social Security. What a different mindset that we have today. <laughs> it was you know, so unknown. I'm, I'm, looking at that, I'm looking at that, thinking about that number. I'm thinking, you know what? You can't even go buy lunch for $22.54 uh-uh. now. No, no. And that that was the monthly payment. Now, here's here's the other thing. And I, I think you'll know. I think you'll know this one. Back when Social Security was first passed, what was the average life expectancy? And again, this was supposed to be something that helped you when you were uh, past your working years. You were uh, too too old at the time to go to go back to work. What was the average life expectancy when they passed Social Security back in the forties? So now, are we talking about this average for uh-huh. like everybody, men, women, everything, or? You well, because it would be different, you know. Yeah, you're right. It's different for men and women. Well, you can pick more than one answer if you if you uh, think okay. that's necessary. Right. So, okay, so, I guess I should give you the choices, huh? So, was yeah. it a 45 years old average life expectancy? B 52 years old average life expectancy? C 58 or D 62? What was the average life expectancy back then? Well, here's the deal. I know that you know retirement age even back then was 65. Uh huh. And, and you weren't expected to live much past that. Right. Um, so there's nothing past 65 even nope. on the board here. So um, life expectancy had to be shorter than that. Uh-huh. So if I'm picking for both a man and a woman, because that, that would be different, right? Even today, that's different. I'm going to say that the women always live longer. So I'm going to say women would definitely be 62. You know, do, okay. They, they yeah. would definitely yeah. get 62. It has to be 58 because, I mean, they, surely they live past you know, 50 by more than a couple of years. So I'm going to say 58 C. Okay. Tell you what. I'm going to give it to you because you were correct. So the answer I was trying to trick you, it was C and D. But you had it exactly right. 62 was women. 58 was the average life expectancy for men. But to your point, neither one of them were actually uh, living to the age that you had to reach to to start getting Social Security. So quite a convenient uh, formula for someone, uh, not necessarily all the people, <laughs> but, but someone. Right. And, and I think that's I mean, if we talk about Social Security, if we're honest with ourselves, and that's the problem with Social Security, right? They didn't make adjustments to kind of stick to that formula yeah, over yeah. time. And that's, that's part of the problem now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it just, just, yeah. One of those things where, it, but again, I think Philip, it's a good reminder that um, social security was not ever intended for it to be the only thing that we had. It was supposed to supplement the other things that we had, whether that's a pension or our own savings. And now we have 401ks. So, so none of us should go into this expecting for social security to take care of everything for us. That's never been its design, right? Exactly. You're exactly right Jim exactly right right. that was a a opinion corner (laughs) from me okay uh let's do one more this is just kind of a fun fun fact about social security one more history one how many employees did social security have to issue new social security numbers in 1936 so that's when they were starting to, to roll out those numbers now you know as soon as somebody's born within a month they get a social security number but at one point they had to to launch this thing so how many people actually worked in the social security administration issuing all of those numbers was it a 100 b 250 c 750 or d 2000 uh, oh, so we want to know how many employees did the Social Security yeah, Administration just a fun, have? just kind of a fun fact. It's just kind of gotcha. an interesting thing to know. In today's comparison, there's wasn't very many people working back then, but but back then that was a lot of folks. I'm going to say that there was probably I don't know. It, it would probably take. It took a lot. Seven hundred fifty. See. Okay. No, it was two thousand. It was D. But they had to issue it to twenty six million people. So you had two thousand people 
trying to get out 26 million numbers and there were I mean they weren't doing it on an Excel spreadsheet back then right they weren't <laughs> they weren't yeah, they probably into didn't a have computer. computers back then either yeah. did it? I forgot yeah. about that little part there Pretty wild. No, no computers back then Pretty wild. You know, we get conditioned in, into our own environment yeah. think well geez I wouldn't take that long yeah, but uh, yeah. it really did back then. Okay, that was just a little fun fact. That's not necessarily something that we need to know about Social Security. Uh, here's here's one that we do need to know about Social Security, though. So we talked about Ida Mae Fuller's uh, monthly payment, the first one back in 1940. Today, how much is the average monthly Social Security payment? Is it A, $667? B, uh, $1,657? Is it C, $2,286 or is it D, $3,148? How much is the average monthly Social Security benefit in 2022? Hey, so I've been working on this one now. So yes. I've been working on putting together a Social Security workshop. And so, <laughs> hey, I know some of these numbers now. You ain't getting into stuff I know. So <laughs> it's going to be B, $1,657. Final answer? That's my final answer on that one. All right. I, I could have played the buzzer and messed with you somehow. But no, you're right. That That's exactly right. Of course, the big news in 2021 was that we had this, this sizable increase in the cost of living adjustment, 5.9% uh, COLA. Um, and so that, that brought that up because it was around $1,500 in 2021, 2022. Uh, then it was over $1,600 for the average monthly Social Security payment. Uh, Philip, super fun to go through all of these fun facts about Social Security. Unfortunately, a lot of us don't know a lot about it. And actually, only 4%, there was a survey done in 2019, only 4% of Americans were taking Social Security at the optimal time. And that means most of us are taking our benefits at the wrong time. And we are losing out, Philip, on tens of thousands of dollars over a lifetime. It's a big deal. That is a big deal. You know, the average household was missing out on $111,000 in unclaimed Social Security benefits because of people taking their benefit at the wrong time. Unfortunately, not many financial advisors are willing to talk about this. To me, $100,000, even though it's over your lifetime, is a significant amount of money. And I wouldn't want to accidentally miss out on a benefit like that. Now, there are a lot of variables that you need to consider before you start taking your Social Security. So I'm offering a free Social Security analysis. It's part of our core retirement design to make sure you're taking your benefit at the right time. Help you figure out what your options are, what makes the most sense for you in taking those options. You know, the Social Security Administration can't help you with all this. They can give you facts about your Social Security, but they can't teach you how to make the most out of your benefit. That's what our Social Security Analysis can help you with. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 and see if that makes sense for you to start on that path of the core retirement design. That number again is 863-285-3815. Give us a call, get on our schedule, and let's find out if you're where you need to be, doing what you need to be doing to get ready for retirement. That number one more time, 863 285 You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. Remember that number, 863-285-3815. Be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Philip, and we'll talk to you then. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.